Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your favorite blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. Welcome home. Home? We're finally back after a week in the Great White North. Do you want to know what the Great White North doesn't have that Las Vegas has a plethora of? Um, rocks. No, they got a lot of rocks. I saw a that, lot of rocks. That was a really bad answer. Um, sand. There's sand in Canada, too. Not as much as here. But there's sand in Canada. That wasn't your question. I asked what the Great White North doesn't have. That there's a plethora of here. Yes. The Great White North has sand. Well, there's nothing that no place has. Not the answer. Never does any place not have something. (laughs) I'm just messing with your head. He's not even funny, people. I'm just messing with your head. Then why am I here? I don't know. Why are you here? I could leave. You could, but then the show really wouldn't be funny because I wouldn't have anybody to make fun of. See? So obviously I'm funny. Anyway, have you figured it out yet? Yes, I already know what it is. What is it? I'm the one who came up with the topic. I roll. You are not. Korean barbecue. KBBQ, for those of you in the know. Now, if anybody knows that KBBQ exists in Canada, please feel free to reach out to us and correct me. But growing up in Redneckland, I bet it did in Calgary. Growing up in Redneckland, KBBQ is not something I had ever heard of. And I, I bet re- I bet you could have found it in Calgary. Though. I refuse to look it up myself, so somebody's going to have to email yeah. us or DM us on the gram if they know of Korean barbecue in the Great White North. Interesting. Anyway, so we went for Korean barbecue, and we always laugh because you know they they treat you differently because you're you know not. They treat you differently when you're white. Yes, they do. Yes, they treat they you do. like you you're. Very they treat you like you're some dumb white person who's come into their place and has no so, idea how to deal with their culture or their way of cooking. It's true. we're very boring. Fantastic. We're very boring, um, mainly because I'm not the I'm not very adventurous, and when we go with just the two of us, it doesn't pay for her to be all adventurous because then we don't get as much to eat. Well, because I have to eat it all myself. Right. And so we get usually we start off with brisket, bulgogi, and chicken. Some kind of some chicken. sort of chicken. Once in a while, I get the spicy one if I want to get crazy. And I like the brisket really well done. Like I like it to be almost you know beef jerky style, like crispy. I like it's the it best way. way to eat brisket. It just tastes good that way. So we cook it, and we have to always turn the grill up because they never make the damn grill hot enough. And so this t- particular time we go there, and the last, and time. this is the second time in a row we've noticed this. 
usually doesn't happen. Not this aggressive. They walk by, and every single person who works there that walks by looks down at the grill and lowers it. And then you're like, excuse me. But but hold on. I I wanted the high one. I reached down, turn it back up. Then they'd come by, they'd turn it down. Then I'd reach down, turn it back up. This just kept going on and on and on. And finally, finally, this one over here says, um, would you mind not touching the temperature? Um, I have it right where I want it. And she's like, oh, she, oh, okay. she looked so offended that yeah. I had the audacity to call her out. On well, she my continued to look offended later. Like right. she, she held a grudge. A big one. I, I wasn't. We didn't need any more meat. For full disclosure, full disclosure. I'm aware that our beautiful listeners know that I can be very rude. She was not rude, though. She was not actually very she was actually very polite about it because it was already driving us crazy. And that's a big reason why I say she was so polite is it's kind of shocking is that we were already annoyed by them continuously doing this. It was much better than the karate chop that I had previously envisioned in my right. head. Right. But it's like, I don't understand why they want to mess with the grill heat. Like, the only thing that is what you said is what makes sense. They have a time limit. Well, if they keep the grill turned down, it'll take longer to cook. If it takes longer to cook, you're not going to eat as much meat. But what I find really interesting that kind of defeats that concept is they're also the only Korean barbecue place that I've been to who actively offers you more meat over and over again. So I think that maybe it falls. I've been thinking about this since we were there, by the way. It maybe falls into the dumb white people category again. Maybe they think (laughs) that whoever turned the grill on inadvertently turned it a little bit too hot. And the dumb white people who are sitting there cooking, their food is burning, in their opinion. You know, crispiness equals burn, I think. Okay. This is making sense. They assume that our food is burning and they just want to adjust it to make sure our food doesn't burn. Bad assumption, though. But wouldn't it be easier if they were just like, is the grill temperature okay? Yeah. Or would you like me to turn the grill down a little bit? No, thanks. We'll keep it right there. Thank you, though. Matter of fact, turn it up. Char, char this bitch. You know, yeah, like, you know like, like that's the simple way to handle it. To quote Anne Burrell, you know, because she used to be an Iron Chef, and then she did that Worst Cooks in America show. Brown food tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you had to like define who she was. Well, I didn't know if you knew who she was. Of course, I know who she is. You don't love cooking shows. She has a super short hair. She's yeah. super loud, like a marine drill sergeant. And she always wears a skirt. Yeah, which is weird. And clogs. Which is weird. Super strange. Her. I like her a lot. Um, She's like the Gor- she Gordon Ramsay of the kitchen. So let's talk a little bit about our week in the Great White North and return to Korean barbecue to close us out. Go ahead. Tell everybody your your rendition of our trip since I was the tour guide. Well, traveling there was smooth enough. It really was. Almost hitch-free. Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, the kids landed in a different plane than we did because they came from California. And they landed like one minute behind us. Like, I think we touched down and then they touched down. Like, right right one after Yeah, another. they just had to drive to the airport from like four hours away yeah, after their plane they were way further out. Like- <laughs> they were way further out. But, I mean, we got our bag, and as soon as we got our bag, they were coming into the baggage claim area. So, I mean, that right. was, it was easy to find Same. them. Everything went off without a hitch. I mean, the only 
The only um, issue was it was a long line for the car rental. But other than that, I mean, and even That's, then the car rental people were nice. I mean, they were they were friendly. Right. They were. So Calgary Airport has a, a car rental center and there's like 10 different car rental places in there. Right. The only place with cars is the place we happen to get our car rental from. So everybody in their fucking talk was waiting in line for this car rental place. Yeah. But I yes. think overall, the car rental through that company went smoothly. Continue. So then, you know, the rest of the time was just, you know, a lot of fun. I mean, we went to see some places that I'd already seen before with the kids. And I kind of hang back, hung back and tried to capture their reactions, you know, on video and whatnot. And just, I just wanted to see how they were going to react to it. And they were definitely interested. They were definitely interested. They did not do the pretend to be interested thing. They were actually interested and they were never hurrying us. It was actually quite a pleasure to travel with them this time. He usually is really. Yeah. It's, it's, um, you know, and then we got to, we got to see the, the close by falls. I like to call them. We went to, we actually went to three different falls, didn't we? Yes. So there's the yeah. Lumberk falls, which are large uh, close and by falls. According to Mitchell's Googling, they are Southern Alberta's miniature Niagara Falls. Miniature Niagara Falls. Yep, he said that to me too. Which, interesting. Which, interesting. <laughs> then we did that hike to up Miner's Path to go see whatever falls those are. Yep. And then we hiked another path that was a little bit more treacherous, but way more rewarding, honestly, in the end. Yeah, it reminded me of, like I said, it reminded me of that hike we did in Pasadena. Yogi was like a gazelle. Ba-doing, 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 Just less well maintained. He would have handled that like a champ. I think that those paths are not as maintained because I think that Canada is less scared that dumbass tourists are going to slip and sue them than a park in Pasadena would be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. I would agree with that. But it, it was it was just action packed. I mean, and then we ended it all with uh, going to Calgary and that was um we tried to find the team store in the saddle dome for like oh an my hour gosh that was and then, that guy gave the worst directions even you know, once we found it i kept trying to like figure out how to justify his directions and i could not figure out how to justify his directions this man told us to go to the parking structure and at the parking structure there was a bridge across and that you'd go across the bridge, and then right there, there'd be two double doors. You'd go through, and the team store would be right there. Yeah, those two double doors turned out to be triple doors, and they turned out to be about a quarter of a mile away from the bridge. Literally on the exact opposite side of the arena. It was really stupid. But but um, it was kind of cool. The team store represented like five different sports. I don't know what all the teams were. The only two that I remember are the Calgary Flames, obviously, and then the Roughnecks, the Calgary Flames. And Preston. the Hitmen. Oh, yeah, the baby, baby hockey. Yeah. And then the CFL team. I don't remember what their name is. Yeah. And some other shit. I think they're also called the Roughnecks. No. Don't know. I could Google it for you. I could Google it. You keep talking. But that was kind of an interesting time um, running around there. And um, we went to that Peace Bridge. That was really cool. It was really cool. Um, it was I've under renovation, but it was really cool. That was just a pretty area in general. And holy cow, man, the price of real estate there kind of 
points out that it's a pretty area. <laughs> holy moly, oh. is it expensive there? Um, but we had a really good time. Kids seemed to have a really good time. Um, Mitchell picked um, lunch and dinner. He did good. He picked a um, Japanese curry katsu place for lunch, which was, was really excellent. freaking good. Too much food, but excellent. If there hadn't have been, it was one of those those places, okay, that has like a rule on the wall that says everybody must order an entree. Yeah. Which, as soon as I saw it, I was like, these entrees are going to be colossal. Yep. Because they don't want bitches sharing. Right. <laughs> and then we went, of course, and had poutine for dinner. Well, they did. I don't eat that crap. But it was good. There was like a little pub that we went to. And um, they allowed dogs. So I got to see some dogs. And food was good. Anyway, there's four teams apparently in the Saddle Dome, which is confusing because they have five logos on the yeah. wall. One must no longer be there. And the last one is the Calgary Wranglers. Wranglers, not Roughnecks. Okay. Which are the Western Canadian Junior Hockey League team. So not even. Yeah. It's the it's the CFL team is the Stampeders. Well, they would play outside anyway. They wouldn't play in, in an indoor arena. Too small. Hmm. But it was it was a really good time. I mean, we had we had a lot of fun. Interestingly, I mean, while I was there, I had some nachos that were so good, like they were the best nachos at that one tap house place. They were so good. Oh, at Pure Country Saloon. No, at the tap house place that we went to. What tap house? The last day we were there, we ate at that place. And I was watching the train outside, walking around. And I had nachos. You guys had pizza. Alrighty. And they had their own beer that they sold. Okay. And then you brought the pizza to your dad. The pizza was awful. And he said he liked it. Well, Russell clearly has bad taste in pizza because it was really bad. <laughs> well, the nachos were really good. They looked really good. They looked really crispy. You had good nachos up your country, too, though. You had good nachos twice. Yeah, but I barely had any of the nachos there. But Jess, nachos were good. Shockingly. Go further away from Mexico and you get better Mexican food. You don't think Canadians can melt cheese on chips? Well, people in Las Vegas can't seem to figure it out. Well, I think they're trying to Taco Bell barely knows how to do it. It's because you have to use real cheese. Now you know where I learned how to make nachos. How about that? Well, yeah, there's that. But, you know, that kind of brings me back to, you know, things that are crispy. It brings me back to that brisket because, like, I'm not, I was thinking about it, and it's true. Most of these places they do here have a, you know, it's all you can eat, but then there's a time limit of, like, 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's okay because if they're fair, you can eat a hell of a lot of food in 90 minutes. We're never there for more than an hour. Right. And we leave packed so you know 90 minutes they give you but a lot of them they just don't offer you more food you have to hunt them now can i have more of this can i have more of this that place is continually coming back and saying would you like more brisket would you like more of this would you like more of that sure bring it bring it so if you're keep bringing the food man if you're in vegas and you like korean barbecue very nearby to tourist land don't tell them why because you're giving away a secret well i don't tell them where we like to park just where we like to eat we go and during non-tourist hours to eat. We're good. All right. All right. 
Foods. It's called Hanu Korean Barbecue. It's right next door to the Golden Tiki, which I hope you were very it's familiar with. on Spring with. Mountain and Valley View. Yeah. And there's like a big center there. Anyway, go there. Do the thing. Eat the food. And she's not wrong. It is attached to the Golden Tiki. When you sit on one of the booths, you can knock on the wall and knock on the Golden Tiki's wall yeah. right there. Yeah. Um, but you got to try it. It's really good. Um, good quality meat. Um, good service lately. Except for Minus them the grill. The grill. Be prepared. Though, you know what? If you've ever been to Korean barbecue before and you're as white as the driven snow, my guess is you, <clears throat> Canadian. you've experienced the grill touching just like we have. Yeah, it it was interesting, though, this time. I mean, it was pretty hardcore. It was pretty hardcore. Um, but Well, don't forget the best part. After I asked the one angry lady not to touch the grill anymore. 12 seconds later, some someone else came by and touched by, it. And she was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you scared her, see? Which is weird so because nice. you're so nice about it. Uh, that's the I thing. You're so, so nice. nice. I'm not usually nice. That Usually not nice at all, even a little so bit. So we had the tour of Canada with all the... We had a lot of good food while we were there, by the way. Um, tour of Canada. And then, and then this uh, Korean barbecue, which we had when we came back. It was and yum. Now we're we're officially exhausted from this entire trip. Like I need a week of vacation from our vacation. Uh, I'm with you. I, I planned this week to be a little easier um work wise for that very reason. <laughs> but anyway, time speaking of being tired. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye bye. Thank you for listening to the nightly rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.